This is Gary Moore of Greenville, South Carolina. TV and film actor and voiceover talent. Husband and father of four. I started coughing, but this was late April, and it's pollen season out here. You know, we call it a pollen festival. You actually see the pollen on the windshield. So I just didn't think anything of it. I thought I was just coughing because the pollen. But it wouldn't go away. And I never had that bad an allergy. And then one morning, I coughed up some blood, just a little bit. But I'd never done that in my life. So that concerned me a little bit. And the next morning, it was a little more. And the next morning, a little more. And by the fourth morning, it was a lot. And so I called the nurse. She said, go to the emergency room. And that's what started it. Gary went to the emergency room and had a CT scan and was told to see his primary care physician. But this was the weekend and his doctor wasn't readily available. Being worried, Gary called the hospital in an effort to talk to the pulmonologist and as luck would have it, his primary care physician was on duty that night. Out of the hundreds of doctors, she was the one who was working as a hospitalist. And uh, so she took my CT scan, gave it to her friend who was a pulmonologist. And he said, I need to see him, you know, on Monday. So Gary went in to meet with the pulmonologist and to go through further tests. And he saw the tumor right away and in my right airway. And that's what was causing the blood coughing up. Then he sent me right to the surgeon. And the surgeon said, we have to we have to take this out tomorrow. And I, I said, really? Tomorrow? <laughs> and she said, yeah, this is blocking your airway about 80%. And uh, she said, we have to get it out. Gary went in for surgery and the tumor was successfully removed and sent for a biopsy where Gary then got the results. Uh, Dr. Chowdhury, when I saw her, she knew exactly what I had from the biopsy and the, the surgery. Uh, it's called anaplastic large cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, ALK positive, and it's a T cell, and it was stage four. And so she told me this is rare and it's very aggressive, and you have to go to the hospital right now from here. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that, um, but she said we have to put you in the hospital right away for this first treatment. Now knowing that it was cancer, they also had to see if it had spread to other parts of Gary's body. They did a head CT scan to make sure it hadn't gone to my brain, which it hadn't, which was a big relief. Um, but there were a couple places in my neck and, and in my chest, and that's where the cancer was. So Gary was immediately sent for chemotherapy. And. After my first chemo, you, you've heard all the horror stories of chemo and how people start, they're nauseated and throwing up afterwards and feeling terrible. Well, I never felt greater after my first chemo. <laughs> in fact, all the nurses and doctors were like in shock at the hospital because I needed that chemo bad. It, it started killing the cancer right away. And she said it would. I didn't believe her. But she said, it's going to kill this cancer so fast that we're worried about getting your kidneys clocked up. And that's why I have you in the hospital. And, uh, and she was so right. I, 
I felt fantastic after that first chemo. The chemo got tougher for Gary, but it did what it was supposed to do. The chemo starts accumulating in your body, and you just start becoming sicker and sicker uh, because of the chemo, not the cancer. And sure enough, halfway through, uh, after the third one, they did a PET scan, and they didn't even find any cancer. Gary talks about the relief of being cancer-free. Oh, it was a huge, huge relief. And uh, again, just confirming that, you know, even though this was tough, this was working. If, if, I, if they hadn't treated me when they did, I wouldn't have had too much longer to live. It, it was that aggressive and that deadly. Dr. Chowdhury is a specialist in lymphomas, and she knew exactly what to do. And she told me at that first visit that I'd be sitting in this office, you know, after all this and be doing well. And I didn't, I didn't really believe her. I thought she tells that to everyone. <laughs> but, but she was right. And Gary talks more about the care he received. They're just uh, fantastic. They actually become friends because they see you so much. You know, we, they know you by name. They, uh, I know them by name. And they know how to treat cancer patients. They know how to comfort them. Once Gary was cancer-free, he was then off to the Moving On exercise program for cancer patients, as Noreen Denham, a certified oncology nurse, explains. I love to see him come in because he's a lot of fun, and he's a joker, and uh, he makes me laugh. You know, just watching him do better makes me feel happy. I see that he's improved and he's wanting to learn, he's wanting to feel better, he's wanting to take control of his life again. It's so great to see somebody smile again and be really happy and say they don't ache all over and they feel good and they want to live again. So how does the Moving On program work? So we actually meet three days a week and they each person that's enrolled in it gets an hour and 15 minutes each time they come. So we try to meet the... Um, American College of Sports Medicine's guidelines, trying to give people 150 minutes of cardio a week. Um, we have to encourage them to do some things on their own to get that, but we also give them two strength training sessions and we teach them the proper way to exercise and to stretch. And we really noticed a difference with him as far as his fatigue level. When he started the program, he was taking naps in the afternoon, and his fatigue level was running anywhere from a 4 to an 8, with 10 being the worst fatigue that you can possibly have. Once he started exercising, which you would think, oh my God, I have to exercise, I'm so tired, I can barely get out of the bed or off the couch. But once he started moving, and we start the program very low and slow, um, people notice that they actually start to feel better. It took Gary about three weeks to notice that where he turned the corner and his joints weren't as achy, and he actually came in and said, I'm starting to feel better. I don't feel as achy. So that was really a great thing. So he has really progressed well. Um, I, I know Gary's going to do well. And what about the other benefits and continued support that's provided by the Moving On program? Yes, and we encourage them to continue to exercise. And um, some of the things we talk about while they're at the gym is what their future plans are. And we offer things here to 
help them continue that. Um, we do body compositions on people prior to them starting the program, when they're done with the program, and then we also offer it again if they would like to come back in six months after to keep them motivated. Because motivation is a big thing. Sure, we all feel better when we exercise, but sometimes it's hard to get out the door and get to the gym. But if we can keep people motivated, um, that is what we really want to see because we want this to be a lifestyle change. We know that people um, do better if they exercise. We know it decreases the risk of certain cancers even occurring or reoccurring. So if we can get people into healthier lifestyles, it's such a better thing for them and for us as um, medical staff. Gary and Noreen share their final thoughts on the Moving On program. When you're in bed for practically a whole year, you really get out of shape. And uh, so that, that has really been terrific. I get to interact with survivors every day and try to um, promote them to live a healthy lifestyle. I have fun every day at my job. I love what I do. I love, I love oncology patients too. They're the best. They're some of the nicest people that I've ever met in my life. They help me to be a better person. We'd like to thank Gary Moore and Noreen Denham for their time. For more informative podcasts, please visit ghs.org slash healthcenter slash podcasts. That's ghs.org slash healthcenter slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.